Making it last is all I care to do You loving me I loving you Mothers and fathers Husbands and wives Sisters and brothers Friends for life We won't live in the past We're making it for another conversation welcome to make it last podcast it's all about helping us to have better relationships not just with ourselves with other people with me this time around is scott carley he's a workshop facilitator he's a keynote speaker and i think of of the different quote-unquote labels the one i love the most is the change energizer welcome scott thank you noreen So this time around, we're going to be talking about how do leaders say no to distractions? So, of course, a lot of us, for us, we're more than likely going to be thinking workplace because that is where we spend a lot of our time, Scott. So how do leaders, and it doesn't necessarily have to be in a workplace environment, but how do leaders say no to distractions? Well, that's a a really great question. And it's a it's a big deal. You know, the the first thing is when you're clear about what you're saying yes to, no is easy to say. But if, if you're not clear, you're a little fuzzy about, you know, really what your priority is, what the main thing is, almost anything can distract you. Now, I'm going to give you a for instance. Right now, okay. right now, um, I am extremely clear. You have my undivided attention about what I'm saying yes to. And so if my phone goes off or if something pops up on my email or if somebody sticks their head in the door and says, got a minute, it's real easy for me to say no, because I am extremely clear about what my primary responsibility is right now. It, well, it's easier said than done for some people, but how do you become clear so yeah, you can good. say no? So we we all have a few things that are our priorities and that we need to work on. And mm-hmm. sometimes we do. We juggle those around. One mm-hmm. of the things that I found helpful is, is this an income-producing activity? So I, I worked with a, a client and... Uh, She's just a a great lady. And she, when she came to me, she said, you know, Scott, I'm really struggling. I'm just not making the money I need to make. I'm on commission. And so uh, I'm just having a hard time. And I said, okay, well, let's look at your calendar. What's uh, what's the main thing you're supposed to be doing? Well, I'm supposed to be out, uh, you know, booking calls and making sales. And I said, okay, uh, what else are you supposed to be doing? Well, I'm supposed to be writing up some copy. But what else are you supposed to be doing? She listed off four or five things. And so we looked at each of those and I said, okay, which of those is an income producing activity? Which means when you do this, it makes you money. And she said, oh, well, by far, these two things are the ones that make me money. And uh, I said, okay, so that's your primary responsibility. Otherwise, the other stuff could just be busy work. And so you still need to do some of that other work, but if it's an income producing activity, then that's primary. 
Now, if you're not in sales, then that wouldn't necessarily work. But if you're, if the work that you've been hired to do has given you some specific things you need to do, that's mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what you were hired to do. And so despite the fact that somebody over here asked you to do something else and somebody over here wanted you to join them with something else, you, you want to stay focused on what your, what I call your primary and your secondary mm -hmm. responsibilities. Now, Noreen, you ask, well, how do you know what those are? Right. That's a do. And that's, that's when maybe you've been working for a company for a while and that's kind of got convoluted and you're not really sure, then you can make a list. This, this is what I think my primary responsibility is. This is what I think my secondary is. Maybe even my third one, maybe another mm -hmm. one that that man and go to your boss, go to the person you, you answer to and say, here's what I think you're telling me are my primary activities. Is that right? And that, that person that you report to will say, Yes, you've got it exactly right. Or they'll say, no, no, what you've got down for number two, I need to be number one. And what you've got down for number three, yeah, that's right. But yeah, you need to move them around a little bit. And now you and your boss are on the same page. Mm -hmm. Which would definitely make, make life easier and, and, and help people to be a bit more productive. But there are a lot of people who will listen or watch this and say, boy, it's probably easy for you to say because you have a system. And some people, some of us do list, you know, because I do list on a daily basis, say these are the things that I need to get done, but some don't. So for those who are saying, yes, it's easy for you to say, but I don't necessarily think that I want to subscribe to that particular system of a list. What else would you recommend for them to then know that, okay, this is how you then prioritize what you need to do? So you then say no to the distractions. Yeah. Stephen Covey said um, in, in his book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, he talked about how important it was not to prioritize your um, responsibilities, but to um, schedule your priorities. And okay. again, you, at some point, you you have to decide what are my priorities and then schedule those. So it's something like in the mornings, I'm going to work mm -hmm. on this. And before 10 o'clock, I'm going to work on this. And if you if you're somebody who doesn't like to be scheduled and you you don't like to have um, some kind of routine, you're going to have a tough time staying focused on what's important because distractions come disguised in all kinds of voices and activities. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. and you're just going to have to get to know what the real priority is and, uh, and say no to the distractions. I, I'm not sure that I can give you a better answer than that. Fair enough, fair enough. I think what is also important, Scott, is for people to, to recognize or understand when best they work or when they're most productive. For example, I know I'm a morning person. So if there's some things, especially as an educator, I need to mark. I know it's best to try to get that marking done in the morning because once it becomes afternoon or late, it's a struggle for me. So I do think that that's also part of it as well.
Yeah, that's right. And, you know, to your point, Noreen, when I used to coach people one-on-one, I'd ask them really upfront, are you a morning person, a mm-hmm. midday person, or an evening person? Because some of us are just pre-wired that we may show up at work at nine o'clock, but our lights are on. And <laughs> our lights, you know, I've got a guy who's a financial advisor. He's just incredible. But if you ask him about your finances and selling stocks or trading before 11 o'clock, you're in trouble because his lights don't come on till about 11 o'clock in the morning. But at 11 o'clock, man, he's sharp as a tank. And, and he can he can really give you great advice. And so it's important that I make the appointments that need my attention when I'm at my best. And thankfully, a lot of the world has come to recognize that. So there are some people who are early morning people, but not everybody, not everybody is. There's some people that are late morning. Boy, about 10 or 11 o'clock, man, they come alive. And then there are other people that they come alive, they're nocturnal. And when the sun goes down, their lights come on and they can really go to work. But yes. during the day, they just, in the mornings or something, they're foggy from staying up late. And it wasn't because they were partying. It was because they that's just their zone when yes. they really do their best. My name is Scott Carley, and uh, I'm a keynote speaker and the change energizer. I love helping people push their big, scary dreams across the finish line. I'm here with Noreen Daly, and we're on the Making It Last podcast. Uh, We'll be right back after this break, where we get a word from our partners. Making it last is all I care to do. You loving me, I loving you. Mothers and fathers, husbands and wives, sisters and brothers, friends for life. We won't live in the past. We're making it last. Mothers and fathers, sisters and brothers, friends forever. You can't live your best life without a healthy immune system. Boost your immune system the delicious way with Zappi's organic juices and punches. Made from local produce with zero added sugar, our juices cleanse and revitalize your body as they boost your natural immunity. Try our delicious flavors. Beat it, berry bomb, get fresh, ton up, and island splash. Find us on Instagram at Zappies Organics or call or send a WhatsApp message at 1-876-779-8910 to order today. That's 1-876-779-8910. Zappi's Organic Juices and Punches. Live your best life today. Photography is an art. But more so, photography must come from the heart. Precious moments, priceless times. Take a pic and know it will turn out fine. BMC Photography JA, beautiful moments captured. Let's go. 
Langdo Language Institute was created to meet your language and communication needs. All of our packages were created just for you. We are passionate about language and dedicated to your success. We offer the CSEC English program, the Study Body program, the Get Ahead with English program, and the Business Communication program. Contact us at 767-285-0938 or email us at langdolanguage at gmail.com because the real question is, how can we help you? Making it last is all I care to do You loving me I loving you Mothers and fathers Husbands and wives Sisters and brothers Friends for life We won't live in the past We're making it Welcome back to Making It Last podcast. I'm Scott Carley, and I'm excited to be here. I love helping people to say yes to what's a priority so that they can say no to their distractions. Okay. Now, one of the things we probably should have done from the, the, the start of the conversation was, what do you actually term as a distraction? Because some people might say, no, you know, almost like it's relative, so to speak, because what do you, how do you really know that it is a distraction and it's really not, not something that can actually, you know, be dealt with at a later date. So that is probably something we should have done from the beginning of the conversation, but we're going to say no, just so that people are clear. Yeah, that, that sounds good. Um, you know, when to, to be able to really define as distraction, what, you know, what mm -hmm. are they? Uh, a distraction can be when one of your people that you work with, one of your partners at work, just pokes their head in the door and says, got a minute? Uh, can, I, can I run something by you? And and if you're in the middle of something, you may have a, a, a natural reaction to say, yeah, sure, what's up? And the minute you do that, that thing has become a distraction. That person has pulled you away from really what you should be focused on. Uh, another distraction are these things, phones. Mm -hmm. Phones are just a huge distraction. And I, I just want to say that there is an unwritten law that people have in their mind that if this thing goes off, I am required to pick it up and answer it. And I, I just want to liberate you no, you're not. It is it is okay. I'm, I'm, I'm giving you permission to say no to your phone. Um, you know, many times we come to meetings and to help fix that, we say, okay, everybody turn your phone on the airplane mode. Mm -hmm. And what that means is no outside signals can come in and distract you. And, and, and you may think, oh my word, the world will fall apart if I don't answer my phone. No, there's this really cool thing mm -hmm. called voicemail. And <laughs> voicemail yes. will take the message. It, it'll even transcribe it for you. And you you can come back to it on the break and, and, and check it out. So those are, are a couple of them. There's another one, email. 
Oh my word. There's another unwritten law that says, you know, when, when my computer says you've got mail that I'm supposed to immediately open that up. Somebody sent me an email. I, I need to pull that out. And that's not the case either. If you have true, clients true. that are expecting you to immediately answer your email, you need to straighten that out with them. Some Sometimes we put a, a thing on our email that says, I'm away from the office. Mm -hmm. I'm out running uh, appointments with my uh, other clients. I'll get to right. your email by close of business or by nine o'clock tomorrow morning. That little phrase can solve yes. you a lot of problems about distractions. Then you're answering mail when you're prepared, not when they're prepared. Uh, one of the phrases that I use, oh man, if I, if I answer a call and I shouldn't have answered it, I tell them, I can't give you the quality time that you deserve right now. You need my full attention. I am in the middle of something else. I, I can't give you my full attention. But if I can call you back by close of business or tomorrow morning at nine o'clock, you've got my undivided attention. And I have rarely found that that doesn't work. People with people want my undivided attention, but I, I can't always give it to them. Yes, yes. That automated response is for emails is really a blessing, really a blessing, really a blessing. As you're wrapping up, Scott, you said a lot. And if it is that we still have some skeptics or cynics, what would you, and if you could just probably condense it in, say, these are the three steps you must follow to ensure that you say no to distractions, what would that three-step process be? Uh, thanks, Noreen. N number one, you just got to figure out what, what the the primary thing is, what you're you're saying yes to, that needs to capture, and somebody's paying you. So you got to be really clear about what you're saying yes to. And then if there if there are some distractions that you can technologically cut off, like turn your phone off, um, lock your door, put a do not disturb sign out to let the world know you are not available. That, that would be the second thing. The third thing is, uh, if you can have a, a place, a time on your schedule, like right before close of business or right after the business opens, when you can deal with the phone calls and, and returning phone calls, then set that up and tell people, communicate with them. I can't help you right now, but I will help you by close of business or tomorrow morning by nine o'clock. That's what people want. It's not that they always have to have you right now, but they wanna know when they can get your undivided attention. And that word, you want my undivided attention? That's lucrative, people want that. And so tell them when you can give them your undivided attention. Thank you so much for sharing Scott with us. You bet. This was Making It Last podcast, which is all about helping us to have better relationships, not just with ourselves, with other people. I'm Noreen Daly. Until next time. Making it last is all I care to do. You loving me. I loving you. 
mothers and fathers, husbands and wives, sisters and brothers, friends for life.